0: B.C. Ferries has revised its four-year plan to take into account a predicted mild recession, inflation, significantly rising costs across the system, and continuing employee staffing and retention challenges. That's what they call it. Employee turnover is high, midlife upgrades for ships are being deferred, and maintenance costs for its aging fleet and infrastructure have jumped. This is all news this week as they revised that four-year plan. Here to talk about it from the other side of the coin, the workers, is Paula White, first vice president, BC Ferry and Marine Workers Union, a lifetime Islander and a longtime employee of BC Ferries. Paula, good morning and welcome.
1: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, it's good to have you with us. Uh, uh, an opportunity to take a look at the BC Ferry system from the inside looking out, if you will. Let's talk about employees you represent. You're a vice president of the of the workers union, and they talk about staffing turnovers and retention. Uh, and we see cancellations. We we understand cancellations when a, an engine blows or something like that, Paula. But we're seeing with far too uh, much frequency cancellations due to staffing shortages that's what they say well the 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 two o'clock isn't going today because we don't have enough workers to staff the boat how uh, what's going on
1: well it is that we are definitely seeing um uh primarily a ticket issue for licensed um, people that's meaning your deck officers and your engineering. However, it doesn't stop there. Even within our catering department, we lack um, passenger management tickets, which we need to have a certain percentage on large vessels. So it, the shortage is fleet wide. It, you know, and it's in almost every department now. So, you know, Perhaps like 10 years ago, it was time to build and really get those officers and the sea time up and running um, heavily so we didn't come to this. But unfortunately, that didn't happen. So now we're in the position where it's a highly competitive work market. So places like C-SPAN or the Pilot Association are able to take some of our, our people away because of wages. And, it, you know, the... The market where labor is now, it's highly competitive. Mm -hmm. Even in entry level positions, people, you know, weigh being on call and being able to pay their their bills very heavily. It's, you know, nothing's getting cheaper. It's only getting more expensive.
0: So the, now uh, there's a lot of rumors flying around, of course, as to what's going on behind the scenes. And we hear, for example, one of the most popular rumors is the fact that there is a reluctance on the part of the ferry corporation to hire full time workers. It's 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 much less expensive to have a, a staff of uh, of casual or part time workers because you don't have to pay them the benefit package, et cetera, that you would full time workers. Well, you're you're in the workers union. Uh, wh- is that any substance to those rumors
1: well i mean part of the solution would be to put some redundancies in place but we do not have that um as long as i have worked there there's always been casual workforce however now now if people can't work it because they need to pay their bills so yes the the on-call definitely for the majority of the fleet is definitely a very difficult road if you were you know there's other companies that do on call, but they guarantee um the wages, and so people are basically made available for the time and whether you know they're going in It is definitely a flawed system. I don't know how you would get away f- from it in some cases because if somebody calls in sick, obviously you don't have a crystal ball in that, and to have um to be able to get somebody on the death plates pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Still needs to be done. But yeah, it and there's not much of a savings of benefits between a casual and a regular. Things like LPD definitely um, are added on in vacation, but uh, our casuals do receive benefits, you know, pretty shortly within a year sort of, of working there.
0: Mm. Uh, we're starting to hear though and and it's collective it's from chambers of commerce and business improvement Mm -hmm. associations particularly on the island paula that that are they're Mm -hmm. now they're actually it's uh, you know spring break is the first weekend right now and of course the summer tourism season is just around the corner and these especially people in the tourism oriented uh, industry which is a big deal on vancouver island uh, are are quite concerned because it comes down to dependability and if you can't depend on the Ferry to deliver people on time at the appointed hour, then your business is threatened.
1: Oh, I feel it. Um, we work and live in these small communities. Places like Salt Spring are in desperate need of ferry workers. They have three routes out of there. Mm-hmm. And and honestly, you know, we've had a day where all three routes did not sail because of short of, of you know, crew. Um And again, it affects all of us because it's a supply chain issue too. So as a ferry worker, trust me, you know, everybody in our community knows who we are Mm -hmm. and, you know, it's a, my members are, you know, it's a lot of burden on them to be honest because, you know, everybody has an opinion on it and we're, we don't have a lot of control. It's not us managing the company. So, you know, we understand trust us <laughs> when our boats aren't sailing you know especially I work on a route that there's an alternate way but I know all the people that need my boat to get to work in that and you know when we don't fail um, I feel really bad I you know it's out of my control obviously and I didn't do anything but you know, I know those people personally, mm-hmm. and so <laughs> it affects
0: me. So let's talk about what given. Let's 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 put Paula White in charge of BC Ferries for a little bit here, and okay. and you you have Carte Blanche. You can do things. So would would job one be to create a pool of standby workers, reliable standby workers, so that we don't see the kind of cancellations at the frequency, the alarming frequency that we're seeing these days.
1: Um, I think it's a, a that's a hard one. It's a couple fold issue. One, we need to fix wages so people if they are on call or are regular, we're not having them poached out as quickly. So if you fix the wages, then it's within the culture. So you know, making on call as easy to deal with as possible for those people. So if they have guaranteed hours, they know when they're scheduled to be on call. You know, give them more of a work-life balance, definitely. I would definitely put redundancies in place, too, so that if the license levels are higher, if a couple people call in sick, it's not going to affect the sailing and cause it to be cancelled. The hard part is, though, is to get the people in these positions that are ticketed, which, you know, those are our captains, our, our chief officers, our first engineers, you know, getting people sea time so that they can move ahead and be in those positions. I don't know how to do that one. That one is, um, you know, an international problem, Mm. finding certain mariners with those tickets. So you have to have a pretty... um, well, to be honest, you have to have a great package to offer them. It's not necessarily 100% wages, but it's certainly a work-life balance and a culture that will keep them there.
0: So the problem is, is compounded by the fact that in this very tight job market, Paula, uh, you're being a, a BC Ferry's qualified, licensed personnel are being poached by competitors and pay, being paid a little better and being offered better conditions.
1: Absolutely. I mean, we even see it within our trades department, within our shipyard, you know, heavy duty mechanics and a lot of these people are needed in other areas in um, BC and especially in shipbuilding. And, you know, if you're not competitive with those other people you know a lot of people stay because of their coworkers mm-hmm. and they you know they really we become like a family we spend just as much time with our coworkers as as our own family so you know leaving them to go to a new place can be difficult but people are only going to be able to hold on for so long before then they have to 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 worry about paying their bills
0: So are you worried as we look around the corner to the summer season ahead, Paula? And we're grateful for your time on a Sunday morning, by the way, especially when you lost an hour's sleep, no less. But let's (laughs) let's take a look at the summer season ahead, as many businesses and concerned Vancouver Islanders like yourself are. Uh, Are you optimistic that you're going to pull it off and keep it together? Or is this going to be a chaotic summer?
1: I wouldn't do what I do if I wasn't optimistic. I mean, I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm really hoping that they have good solid plans in place and that they're able to have follow through on them uh, I mean it's going to be tough. um My members have been working a ton of overtime. These boats are sailing because of our commitment to to these communities and to get these boats running, which it it is a lot of overtime. I'm hoping that, you know, by the summer, and right now they are currently hiring, that they get some people in these key positions, as well as, you know, as I said, the the people, even in the entry-level positions that are, you know, are becoming harder and harder to fill because of our on-call. So I'm hoping my fingers are crossed because, you know, my members need some relief. They, They need to not be working as many hours. And, you know, they, as I said, they live in these communities, and I'm sure they'd like to be able to go in and not have everybody um, wondering why the boats aren't sailing.
0: Indeed. And, of course, there's a little matter of reliability from a passenger and business standpoint as well. Paula, we hope that uh, your, your cautious optimism is well-deserved, and we have a decent summer. Thanks. So We'll talk again, me though, too. before summer rolls around and see how we're doing. But thanks for this this morning. Great to have you on the show.
1: Thank you for having me.